Thank you for purchasing this audio product. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We believe that your faith will increase and your life changed by applying the principles in this teaching. It's truly an honor for me to come and teach a word this morning, which we're just flowing uh, with what God has been saying to NBCFC over the past couple of weeks. And the title of my message is the following, I dreamed a dream. Tell your neighbor, I dreamed a dream. Say it again, I dreamed a dream. I believe that God's uh, word is going to come to you today and it's really going to encourage you. It's going to bring hope. And even as I prayed and even as we had our first morning service, I believe that God is going to cause resurrection power to come again once upon your dreams in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, upon every person in this house today, let your word come and bring hope. Let it come and bring encouragement. I speak, I prophesy to every dream in this house that it shall come forth in Jesus' mighty name. And we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Amen and amen. Why don't you go ahead, uh, Multimedia, and I want you to start. It really sets the tone for where we're going with this message. It's a video that was a few years ago in 2009 uh, with Susan Boyle. She went to, uh, you'll watch it, UK's Got Talent, and uh, where she got to. But I want you to watch it. Play it there. Thank you, Multimedia. Appreciate it. Isn't that an amazing video of a lady who had a dream? There's so many messages that are locked up just in that video. She said she was 47, and immediately the judges thought, well, what hope does she have? What chance does she have? You saw the people that were sitting behind, immediately they went into a place of, of judgment over her own dream. And maybe you similar to Susan Boyle in that the fact that you've told your dream to somebody and somebody's laughed at you. Somebody said you're too old. Somebody said it doesn't happen for you. It will not happen for you. You may as well give up on your hope. You may as well give up on your dream. But I believe that God has placed a dream inside of you. You need to know today that this word has come to cause that dream to live once again. I'm speaking to every dead dream that you're saying, I've given up on my own dream. I've abandoned that dream. I believe yet it can live again today. Do you receive that word? We look at some of the other people who had dreams, McDonald's and Ray Kroc. You can see that at an old age, he had a dream and he pursued it. He used to sell milkshake machines. And then he said, you know what? I'm tired of selling milkshake machines. What did he do? He went and he bought a whole burger business, a whole burger franchise. And that's where we get McDonald's from today with 37,855 restaurants in 120 countries. You might have gone to one in the last week or two. You know what I'm talking about. Then we see Shakura Honda. If you drive a Honda here, it's not Honda, it's Honda. All right. And uh, he also at a very old age at 1980, uh, he was 82 in 1988. And you need to know today that Honda is the largest manufacturer of internal combustion engines. 14 million engines a year. He, and also you can see Honda is the eighth largest automobile organization in 2015 when the census was taken. You know Colonel Sanders and KFC. Do you know it well? Do you know that at the age of 65 he was totally bankrupt? He used to put the, his picture on the side of his vehicle so that people would take chance on him. He believed so much in his recipe. And he said, just give me a chance. 
And we can see that he opened a restaurant in 65, at the age of 65. And today I was corrected, there's 22,600 KFC restaurants around the world serving 12 million people a day. Isn't that amazing? Just come and get it. Just come and get it. You see it on their board. Just come and get your order. I believe that your dream is to be gotten today. I believe in this place you're not going to leave empty-handed. You're going to leave with something that God has given you divinely by His Spirit. In Joel chapter 2, verse 28, you can go there. Uh, we're excited about the word this morning. Joel chapter 20, uh, 2, verse 28. And it's going to be on the screens behind me. Joel chapter 2, verse 28. And it says, And, you sh and it shall come to pass afterward, that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also on your men servants and on your maid servants, I will pour out my Spirit in those days. I believe that we in those days that we're going to see this mighty outpouring of God's Spirit. Joel was prophesying in this passage we've read, and he mentions four categories of people that we're going to experience a true revival, a true outpouring of God's Spirit. We can see, uh, even as we, we read this, that it's interesting that the word revive, from which we get the word revival, is only found four times in the entire Bible. The first time that the word revive is found and is connected to Joel's prophecy. And if you go and read for the sake of time, in Genesis chapter 45, we see an old man by the name of Jacob. We see a father by the name of Jacob. Jacob had lost heart. He had lost his son, Joseph. Remember last week with Pastor Tish, he's ministered on Joseph was the dreamer. But now we see Jacob having his son uh, lost. His son was dead. The other brothers had said that he had, he had died. And so yeah, we see Jacob walking around grieving and even says, I cannot be comforted. Maybe you're in a situation where you're saying, I cannot be comforted. I'm going through some things. All things are, are coming against me. Maybe your dream has died and everything feels like it has come against you. Nothing is going right in your life. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, but I believe there's resurrection power in this house today. Just like Jacob thought his son was dead. Meanwhile, he was very much alive. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 45, verse 19, that they were making provision to take wagons, wagons of provision back to his father, back to his wife, back to his families, back to where he came from. And I'm saying today, what you thought was dead, I'm yet to declare in the spirit, yet it will live once again. I hear the sound of wagons coming down the road. Just like Jacob was excited when he heard the sounds of wagons because it confirmed that his son was alive. Can you hear in the spirit the sounds of wagons coming from the Lord for you to bring provision, for you to bring your dream, for you to bring your families? I see families coming back. You need to see your family worship God with you. It's not too late. Your son might be on drugs. Your, your son might have walked away, might be in rebellion. But your dream will come to fruition in Jesus' mighty name. We call forth your children. We call forth your sons and your daughters that they will be in this house. Do you believe that today? And we see uh, Jacob's spirit 
was revived. And I'm speaking to you today that your spirit will be revived. When the Holy Spirit begins to move, suddenly people get their dreams back once again. Jacob's dream was resurrected. It was restored. It was given back to him. But sometimes when we don't see the manifestation of something, what do we do? We, we give up. We throw in the towel. And yet to declare today, it's all about God's time and not your time. What you thought God would have done in your life by now, you need to know that you are on God's time clock. And a lot of times we throw in the towel on our time clock, just when God has decided on His time clock that your dream is on its way. Don't throw in the towel early. I'm speaking to you today. You're saying, my life is over. I've got nothing more to live for. You might have had a dream and it hasn't come to fruition. You need to know today even like Moses was 80 years old, when God said to him, now it's my time, God said. Caleb was 85 when he said, Lord, give me this mountain. And at the age of 85, all the giants, the Anakims that were on the mountain, he says, you know what, I'm going to overthrow you. We can see at the age of 85, him walking, I don't believe he was walking like this and saying, I'm going to come and take you over. I believe he stood up in the might and in the boldness of God. And he says, that mountain belongs to me. Maybe there's some mountains in business that you need to be taking over. Regardless of your age, you might be 50 or 60 or 70 or even 20. I don't care how old you are. But there's some mountains you need to take over in Jesus' mighty name. You cannot be 65 and saying, I'm in a departure lounge. That's nonsense. That is rubbish. God has placed a dream within inside of your heart and that dream must come to fruition. Do you hear the wagons? Do you hear the wagons that are coming? The wagons of provision, of favor, of blessing coming in Jesus' mighty name. How do you birth a dream? Some of you today might have gone through some pain and you might really be in a struggle right now as I speak to you. Labor pains. Labor pain, some tests that you're going through. But I'm here to declare today that you're on the verge of birthing. As I watched my wife when she was pregnant with Nathan and Kezia, there was uh, the pains that she had to go through. There was the pains even during childbirth that she had to endure, but she knew that the, the birth, the baby was coming. Now, you come today with a message to say that your baby is coming. Your baby is coming. Your baby is coming. I feel I must stay on this just for a while. Your baby is coming. You haven't seen my best idea yet. You haven't seen my most creative moment yet. You haven't seen the realization of my dream yet. Your baby is coming in Jesus' name. Are you expectant for your baby? Are you pregnant with possibility and pregnant with purpose in your life? Because there's something on the inside of you there's something on the inside of you, even though you do not see it with your eye, yet you can feel it. You can feel the kicking. You can feel something is alive on the inside of you. And that thing must get out. That thing must be get out. As baby is saying, I must get out. Let me out. Let me out. I'm speaking to babies today that are saying, I need to get out. You've got a dream. You've got a concept. You've got an idea with inside of you. Because of that dream, 
So many people are going to benefit around the world. In the church, wherever you are, you're going to make an impact and you're going to make a difference because of a dream that God has placed within inside of you. Why must I go through these tough times? You see, it's in tough times that we are challenged to draw back. But now is the time to stand up to it and to push. You know, the doctor says at a time when mother is about to bring forth a child, she says, now's the time that you need to push. Now's the time that you need to push. And I'm saying in the spirit today, now's the time that you really have to push. The bigger the dream, the bigger the baby, the harder the push. The bigger the dream, the harder the push. It took everything that you went through yesterday to get you ready for what you're about to do today. Don't discount your tears. Don't discount your struggles. Don't discount your pain that you went through yesterday. Because I really believe it was preparation for what God is going to do in your life. You know the joy. You know the joy when you see that baby, even in the natural, when the baby comes forth and you see your son and you see your daughter, it brings so much excitement. Probably the most exciting time of your life is when you see your baby born. Is there any amens? But I was thinking about it, that probably the f- even more exciting time before that was when you made the baby. Okay, that's, that's for me there, right there. Are there any dreamers in the house? I said, are there any dreamers in the house? I'm speaking to some dreamers who've come here today to say I have some dreams that are locked up with inside of me. And we're going to see the manifestation of those dreams. Where do dreams come from? You need to know there could be several sources of dreams, and we've got to be careful that the following dreams, the things that I'm going to mention, that we do not enter into the trap of certain dreams that come into our life. I believe that dreams is God's way of communicating with us. It's God's way of speaking to us. If he can't sometimes get through the busyness of our lives, he will sometimes use our nighttime to speak into us. Sometimes he will use and he will speak visions even upon our lives. And and we have to be uh, attentive to that. We have to be perceptive of of when God speaks to us. Even this morning, he's speaking to you through the word on dreams. We've got to be careful of inherited dreams. What is inherited dreams? It's when you receive dreams from people who, who want to live their life through you. Maybe they didn't achieve that in their lifetime, so now they want their dream to manifest through your life. Maybe in a family you're saying, I want my son to be a doctor. I want him to be a, a lawyer because uh, I believe that we need, it's always good to have a doctor when I'm sick. I listen, go to somebody. If I have a lawyer, if I get into trouble, I've got a lawyer. But sometimes you have people in law school that that's not what God has designed or created for them. So they're the most miserable people, but yet they're in law school. You need to know that you need to be sensitive to what God has called you to do for your life. Then you see this dreams that are born out of pain and brokenness. Dreams that are born out of not new beginnings, but bad beginnings. Maybe you went through a difficult time in your life. But now a dream is birthed inside of you to say, you know what, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to prove them that I do not need them in my life. 
I'm going to prove to my dad that he was never around for me when I was a child. And I'm going to be a better father than he ever was. I'm going to be a, a more of a man than he ever was. I'm going to, I've got a dream to prove him wrong. I've got a dream to prove my sister that I did not need her support after all. Even when I asked for money, she wasn't supportive. I'm going to prove that I'm going to be the best son or the best daughter in our family. And we've got to be careful that we do not invoke dreams that are born out of pain and out of hurt. Then there's dreams that are born out of our own fleshly desire. Desire to be seen or to be heard, or to be recognized, or to be accepted. We need to avoid these dreams. I believe that God has placed a dream. God has placed an idea. God has placed a concept in your life. And God has said, I've spoken to you. But there's an appointed time for that dream. Even I remember my own life, that I would sit in the front row in an AOG church. And I would be sitting there and receiving the word at the age of 10. And I gave my heart to the Lord. And a visiting pastor came and he placed his hand upon my shoulder. He didn't prophesy. And he just said, you're going to be a man of God. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what it meant. And so my life carried on. I went through high school. It was a difficult time of my life. It was probably the most backslidden time of my life in high school. Christian, but yet not bold enough to declare it to anybody. And after school, I went to, to Technicon and I went to further my studies. And you know what? God started moving in my life. I remember at the age of 21, and I remember a specific time uh, when I was driving my vehicle, and I went to my youth pastor at the time, and I said, how do you know when God has called you? Because I feel that something on the inside of me. He says, you will know. He says, you will know the calling of God upon your life. And so I went through, and I carried on working. I started, I started working at different companies, and I was faithful at those companies. And I remember specifically in 2011, when the Lord says, now's the time. Now's the time that you're going to leave corporate. I didn't know where I was going. But you need to know today, if I was not obedient to the voice of God and to the calling of God, that I would not be here today. That's my testimony. You are spending your life, whether you know it or not, you are spending your life today. More important than finance, more important than your, your home, more important than your car. You are spending your life today. My question is, don't spend your life on something God didn't tell you to do. You need to say, Lord, what is your plan and purpose for my life? You see, he placed a dream with inside of me. I remember even before that when I was walking down, down this pathway and I was praying on a Saturday and I had my phone with me. And I came upon a scripture, it's found in 2 Corinthians where it says, and a great and effective door of ministry has opened for you here. I said, Lord, that is a powerful scripture. I closed my phone. The next day, Sunday, I was walking down this aisle, and mom met me halfway, and she says, Dad wants to speak to you. And I thought, okay, this sounds serious. After the service, I went. He says, I believe the Lord has spoken to me. I need to call you. I need to bring you into full-time ministry. Now is the time. And that was in 2012 when I came into full-time ministry, when I heard the voice of God, even at a young age. If you are called to business, that is where God has called you to be successful and to be prosperous. I am speaking to businessmen yet to, this morning. You say, my dream has died. Maybe you've had several businesses and it's not picked up. I believe this word is for you. Dream yet another dream. Don't give up because your business failed. Rise up yet again and say, you know what? I'm going to try yet again. God has called me to business. 
God has called me as a king. I'm going to prosper. And now's the time that you need to rise up. Take your place in the market. Take your place as a child of God today. If you call to ministry, that's what you need to pursue with all your heart. You need to know that God is calling you. And you need to recognize His call. The Bible says that deep calleth out to deep. The depth of God calling out to the depth within man. God is communicating with you a dream. He's communicating with you a vision. What are you going to do with what He's given you to do? I believe that He's placed dreams within hearts of people here today. And I believe and I declare that that dream that you have will cause you to be unstoppable. Will cause you to go to destinations that nobody has seen. All it requires to say, I have a little bit of faith. And that little bit of faith mixed with a big dream produces something that can change the course of your life, can change the course of history. I really believe that sometimes we look out and we want to pursue a dream, but I believe that God places dreams within inside of us. The dream finds you. Just like the dream found Joseph. You need to know that the dream is coming on you today. You might be saying that my dream is dead. What do I do? I believe the Lord is here to cause a resurrection power to come upon that in Jesus' name. I remember when we walked in, in NBCFC in 2007. Me and my wife and my, my children. And when I walked in here, the moment I walked in, even as I was reflecting on this apostolate, I felt the presence of God that we had walked into something, into something greater, into a dream that had been made clear. I want you to put some of the photos on. In 2007, there was groundbreaking. And you'll see some of the photos from the groundbreaking. There was a groundbreaking with the spades in the ground, and the, and the ribbon was cut. And there's our apostle and prophet with Nikki and Michal. 2007, breaking ground right where we are standing today. There was the previous auditorium. Because on the 17th of September 2010, we as a family, as NBCFC, walked into a dream that had been shown to our apostle and our prophet. You'll see some of the plans. You'll see even the plans. There was what it looked like even, even in 2010, just before we opened, just before we walked in. There was the carpets going in shortly before we were about to open the building. There was the building on the day, the 17th of September, 2010. Nine years ago, this is what we had. Can you look around you and see what God has done? I wonder if we can give God a shout of praise. Come on, really give God a shout of praise. He is faithful. He is good. That was our first service in this building. Nine years later, we're having a service here. We can give God a surely a shout of praise, not just for that, but for the dream that's upon your life. I want everybody to stand. In Psalms 126 verse 1, it says, When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter. Our tongues were songs of joy. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seeds to sow, 
will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. I believe that you're going to burst out with joy even before you see the manifestation of your dream coming to fruition. There's a, joy, there's a key locked up in the Scripture that the joy that's upon your mouth, that's upon your life, that's upon your body will cause an acceleration to God's plan and purpose to be filled in your life. Those who go forth with tears, I'm declaring in this place today, you might be in this house and saying, even as Ezekiel prophesied over dry bones, your marriage may be dead. You think your marriage is dry, but we cause resurrection power to come upon your marriage. Your marriage is not dead. It may just need to be woken up today. We may need just to shake your marriage and say, be awake in the name of Jesus. Your body, you might be struggling in your body today. Even as we prayed before, I came up to minister. You need to know today, there's some things in your life that need to be woken up in Jesus' name. All we need, all we need in our lives is to say, Lord, I have the joy of God inside of me. I'm not gonna walk around with a face that looks depressed and looks defeated. I'm not gonna walk around with discouragement and with fear and disappointment. My faith is gonna tell a new story. My faith is gonna tell a new story today. I'm walking around with the joy of the Lord upon my mouth, upon my lips. I will say, my dream is coming. My baby is coming. In Jesus' mighty name, just lift your hands. Heavenly Father, upon this word, I thank you, Lord, I declare today that every dream that has died, every hope that has lost its way, hope deferred makes the heart sick. I declare that our hope will return once again, that you will restore joy. Lord, that you will restore expectation in every person's life. I'm prophesying over every business here. Dream yet another dream. Every parent, where your children have walked away from home, dream yet another dream. Do not give up. The Lord says, I know the time. I am a faithful God. And in this house, in this presence, I release right now your supernatural presence to come upon every person. Let hope rise once again. Let hope rise in Jesus' mighty name. Just start praying in the Spirit. I'm done. Just start praying in the Spirit. I believe there's an activation. There's something I must stir in the Spirit. Why don't you say with your mouth this morning, speak to that dead area in your life. Tell it to live today. You know it's kicking on the inside of you. You know it's kicking on the inside of you. Let your joy come, Lord. Let your joy come upon every heart, upon every life. In Jesus' my name, let your joy come upon families. Let hope be restored once again. We awaken in the Spirit those dreams, those desires that you have placed in their hearts. We awaken it today. Awake today. Arise today. For your light has come and the glory of God has risen upon you. Can we give God a shout of praise? Can we give God a shout of praise? Give God a shout of praise. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We exalt you.
Thank you, family, for receiving the word today. It's been a tremendous honor for me to come. For more information on products, please visit our website or send us an email. All the details are on the back of the product pack.